0: Hello, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Empowering New Nurses show. I'm Dr. Miriam Smith, the host for the book for the Empowering Show and the author of the book, Nurse, The Guide to Empowering New Nurses in Delivery of High-Quality Care to All Patients. This morning, I'm truly, truly excited. I think I have the pleasure to welcome two of our guests. You know, recently we have been having different interviews. And lastly, we talked about the interprofessional team. And you will agree with me that last week we had Dr. Bend, a nutritionist, and she talked about what interprofessional team is like. And today we'll continue because it's not just the nurse or the doctor or the social worker. Well, there are many more disciplines that are involved. For example, the occupational therapist. This morning, we are privileged to have two outstanding women who are contributing so much to society. They are Mrs. Natalie Rotary and we have Miss Spencer, Nia Spencer. Let's put our hands together for them. Yay, yay, yay. They are here, they are here, they are here. And these are two women, young women, who have been contributing to the health of our nation. Yes, the children, the adults, and everyone, everyone included. They're contributing in so many different ways. You might not be aware of it, but as we said, it's not just the nurse or the doctor or the social worker. And these individuals, I'm gonna ask them to take a few minutes just to tell us about the work that they, their role in society. Right now, I'm gonna address first of all, Ms. Natalie. Ms. Natalie, can you tell us about a little about what you do? I see a big smile there. We're here. Please just welcome Ms. Natalie. Yeah. Hi, um
1: thank you for having me on your program today. Um, so I have been an occupational therapist for the past eight years. Um, and I worked uh with adults and I also work with children. I work um inpatient subacute rehab and I also work with the autistic population, um, trying to help them to be prepared and uh for the uh environment, the, the community environment. So in the hospital. When I do work with patients, I work with patients who are medically deconditioned, help them to become more strong and uh, coordinated, so they're prepared for um, their activities of daily living, their regular life outside, get them um, better and moving again. Um, a lot of times, our plan is geared towards things that they like, things that is um, fun for them, and not so more rigid and and exercise-based, but more so we try to incorporate a lot of things that um, they can relate to. Um, some examples would be if I do have a patient who likes sports or if they like cooking or um, art, I like to incorporate a lot of that in our interventions just to make uh, the therapy a lot more fun for them. Um, with the kids, when I when I do work um, with um, the autistic population, it is a, a so different dynamic and so the intervention is a lot different because you're you're working with behaviors, you're working with um, kids who have difficulty adjusting just because of sensory uh, difficulties. And so um, just being able to understand them and uh, taking the approach from an individual basis and not a one uh, book approach for everybody. Um, I really like working in this profession. It helps me to be myself. It helps me to be creative and also to connect with people one-on-one.
0: Wow, that's a lot. Miss Natalie, you are doing a great job. Thank you. Thank, yeah, you. thank you for being such a part of the health team, the interprofessional team, because you are doing what I don't do and you're doing what I can't do. I'm not sure. This is your expertise. We really appreciate you and may the Lord continue to bless you in your effort as you bring, as you help to modify, help those who are not as as. I'm not gonna say as fortunate, but not able to to relate to certain things if they're not helped to do so. So we really appreciate your effort and may you just continue being the person you are. Thank you so much. Now, we're gonna put our hands together for Ms. Nia Spencer.
2: (laughs) Hello, and thank you so much for having Natalie and I on your program today to discuss occupational therapy, as well as how, as an interdisciplinary team, we all need each other. So like Natalie had mentioned, as an OT, our goal is to get the individual as independent as possible. We want them to not need us anymore. You know, if we're able to really get them to that point, and regardless of where they are cognitively, physically, there is a way to maximize their independence, even if that may look different. So say if you're in the hospital setting, which I'm assuming that the majority of the new nurses watching this program are in, you know, if a person comes in with a stroke, yes, you know, they may not be able to do the same things how they did before their prior level. But mm-hmm. how what is their new, I hate even saying this, the new normal.
0: <laughs> the norm. <Yes. laughs> you know, yes. and
2: trying to figure out ways to keep them safe so that they can go home or if they continue getting more rehabilitation, that they're as safe as possible. But like Natalie had mentioned, this profession allows us to be super creative. Like we're always thinking on the go, thinking on the fly. We always have to figure out like, hey, okay, how can we reach this individual with this intervention? So if we know someone is into, say, I don't know, it could be flowers, how can we incorporate flowers with them becoming more independent? You know, gardening is a great way to get the exercise, to be able to um, motor plan and even just thinking cognitively, like what are the next steps what does the individual need in order to do this activity so when we're working with nurses you know um, Natalie and I we've had phizdis as well as Pete's experience so when you're working in a field say more phizdis sometimes it requires us since we're spending a little bit more time with the patients with creative things it allows us sometimes to have that insight to let the nurses know like, hey, you know, we noticed that Mr. John was a little bit, you know, weaker on one side, or we noticed that Mr. John really thrives when you do this or you say this, you know? So that's why it really is a benefit for patients to have the entire team working together and focusing on different things, you know? So again, with OT, we're working on life skills. You know, it could be anything from eating, getting dressed, being able to pay their bills, uh, medication management. It's such a wide assortment of areas that we focus on. So um, it really does develop a, a close bond between us as well as the other team members.
0: Wow. That's mouthful. That's good. That's great. So you see young nurses, as we have said initially, that it takes a team, for the full recovery, to ensure that the recovery of that patient goes through, the doctor does not know everything. He has to depend on the dietitian. He has to he orders a diet, a eighteen hundred calorie diet, or whatever. That nutrition knows how to put it all together. There are uh, occupational therapists, just as she mentioned, Miss Spencer mentioned just a while ago, helping create, being creative, active daily living, ensuring that to the fullest, the optimal. At that time, it might not be the usual, but they're optimal at that time. It's very, very important. And they're going to use their creativity. And you know what's interesting? To me, it's it's so interesting to note that as they care for and as we interact, we're able to see for that care plan for that patient, it can help so much because that information that is being disseminated will definitely impact the care that the the patient will get. So I just want to say thanks again. I know, uh, I know you have a website, Ms. Spencer, and I want to say congratulations to that because we need to see more of us, more people who look like us have websites too. It's very, very important that we have our young children. They are coming up; they need to see some models. They need to say, "I can do it. I can do it. The sky is the limit." I have seen you. Maybe some individuals, are, their parents are here looking on their, They never even knew of, or the public, the general public might never even have known of the work of the occupational therapist. Sometimes you might frequently hear about the respiratory th- therapist because the ventilator and the breathing, but some might never have known of the occupational therapist. Yes, we have the occupational therapist and so many other areas that help to ensure that the patient received the best care. And you have touched a population this morning, the autistic population. So often, and as you have said that, I do have a grandnephew nephew who is autistic and um, not here in this country, in another country, but it just goes to say that some times before, it would have appeared as if some of these diagnoses were we're not properly diagnosed, let's say that. And they might not have received the treatment that they really should have gotten that maybe could have helped them to live at a higher level uh, of normalcy. So uh, you have a website and you have a book. And you if you don't mind, just give me a minute or two just to tell us about that. Oh, sure.
2: Thank you. So in my previous work experience working as an OT in the school district, Um, I really saw how teens and young adults normally in the schools, they would go to school up until age 21, but I felt as though once the young adults are reaching this age, I, I was able to see firsthand that they are not properly geared to access today's world. So instead of just complaining about it, (laughs) you know, which is easy to do, Mm -hmm. I took matters into my own hands and I was like, okay, how can I provide these skills. And when I say these skills, really focusing on social skill development. This is not easy to teach. This is not easy to learn. However, I was able to develop a full curriculum and an online program. It's actually a hybrid program. Um, And with this program, we're discussing everything from empathy to dealing with, you know, toxic friendships to dealing with how to even give proper compliments. Like these are things that we as you know typically you know cognitive persons are able to just do but we take this for granted so i really broke everything down and the curriculum it just flows so nicely um i'm currently working on god willing getting this program into the school systems so that the teens the current social skills classes that they're giving it's so subpar and they deserve much better they deserve the best so that's um on that website that is spectrumlingo.com.
0: And so you show, shows a sample if you just have just show it that somebody can look at it like that's your do you have a booklet with you right now?
2: Um no, I don't have a booklet for it. However, this is the logo. So spectrum lingo is probably reversed on your end, but it's spectrum like autism spectrum and then lingo, l-i-n-g-o. And on there we have the online curriculum. So if parents do want to do this curriculum with their children, they're more than welcome to. And then what I had just showed you was the book that I had created. This is more so for parents, caregivers, professionals who want a quick, easy understanding into the sensory needs of those throughout the autism population. For many that don't know, for children and teens that are on the autism spectrum, it's not just a cognitive um, difficulty that they have. It's a sensory component that is also in the mix. So you may have some individuals who are very sensitive to light, very sensitive to sound. And this booklet, it's very short, short and sweet because people are limited on time. This breaks it down so that any person can just pick this up And it even has pictures in it because I want learning to be fun, not just for the kids, but for everyone. So this book is called Understanding Autism and Sensory Needs. And this is what I put together. And this is my contribution to helping not only us as professionals, but just the world as a whole to better be able to
0: understand and appreciate those throughout the autism spectrum. Wow, wow, wow. I must say congratulations to have taken on this, this insight, this, I would say, a birth of understanding and creativity to bring forth that booklet so that the world, so that the world can be a benefit from this. Because there are so many individuals who are so anxious right now because they have the, if they, if it's not their own, they have children around or they know family members and, and sometimes they're tired. Sometimes they're exhausted. So you having put this together, take so much time out of yourself to do this. That's selflessness. And we appreciate that. I know you're going to come back on this and no others will be wanting to know more information than that. And as we are about to close, I just want to say to Miss Natalie, Miss Natalie what anything that you would like to tell the world right now about your work in terms of why it's so important, why you see it's so important. Anything. Young nurse who you know you're going to see them, they themselves have certain fears because they're new, they're not sure of certain things. Well, any experience you have like in a minute and a half that you want to just share that how you think you could help them.
1: So a lot of times um, when I do go into work, I do feel like I am spreading a ministry because I'm not only attacking the problem, I'm on, not on, only attacking what's been lacking, but I'm also giving to them something that they felt like they couldn't achieve on their own, uh, being able to meet them where they're at and try to help them uh, to, to you know, reach their optimal level of functioning. And it feels really good. Um, working with nurses as well, just being able to explain to them, I understand It's a patient, but there's a lot more there that the patient is dealing with rather than, you know, giving medication or dealing with pain. But they're also they're dealing with other stuff, emotional stuff that I feel like once we get to understand them personally, the approach will be easier. And um, being able to work with them will be much better when it comes to understanding each other. So um, definitely want to shift that. Um, Empathy goes a long way.
0: Wow. Wow. We have such... Individuals so profound and have so much information to be disseminated to society that they can know more about patient recovery and patient care. And uh, we're not going to just isolate that and just just to the hospital setting, but also to the community. They need us, and we need them. And it's so important to um, ensure that when we see patients, we see them as a whole. We see their creativity. We see what they're made of. There's so much their innovativeness because right there, we can learn from each other. And, you know, when I was in high school, I remember one of the words that I had to spell and that was gregarious. And that many, some decades ago, but what I can relate to that as we care for our patients and as you talk, it just says, we are social beings. We need each other. We need each other. And as we've come to the end, just about the end of, saying this session, I just want to remind my audience, my young nurses and older ones about this book, Nurse, the guide to empower new nurses in the delivery of high quality care to all patients. I know some of you have gotten your copies. I know some have not yet gotten your copies, but if you look on the Amazon website, on the Amazon site, you'll see some ratings. And I would like those of you who have not yet put the ratings, because I've encouraged by some of the by the ratings of some of the seasoned nurses who have said to me, "Miriam, I was refreshed by the book, and I know that when you're a nurse, I was a nurse, a young nurse at some point, and I remember how fearful and it could have been because nursing is a beautiful profession, but guess what? It can be tough at times because when your patients start um, changing." conditions start changing for the worse, and you have to use all that you have within you and interact with all the other team members to ensure that that patient does not go down, you know, to implement things that you learn, CPR, the BLS, and all the other stuff that go, that's urgent care, that immediate care that needs to be done for that patient. Sometimes we have to Rush that patient to the ICU. It's all the put the pieces putting together for the puzzle to make it happen. And I know many of you have had the COVID experience. And another time, we'll talk more about that, what it was your experience like. But today, I just want to say thanks to you for coming on and how I can be contacted. It's, it's, I can be contacted on Podcast Mirror. That's Instagram, Podcast Mirror. I can be contacted also on YouTube at Miriam Amanda Smith. So if you have not yet subscribed, you can listen to us and not subscribing. Just you gotta go on and you subscribe. Just put Miriam Amanda Smith for subscription. Now I'm on Instagram, I'm on the Facebook, Miriam Daily Smith. Listen, just put Miriam Amanda Smith and you will see different things coming up. But we wanna say thanks. Coming on, and I know there will be follow-ups, ladies. It's Black History Month. Anything exciting you want to get, to say as you leave? Um, uh, it's Black History Month. Do you have any activities, or you want sharing any, or any of your favorite, um, persons, or thought, or anything? It's your time, as you close. Anything. Martin, okay. if you're interested if what any of those persons who have sacrificed or paid the way before that you, you like, you can just mention the name or so, anything.
2: Yeah, sure. So I'll jump in really briefly. So I don't even really consider it, you know, Black History Month, because if we yeah. are to celebrate one another, why should we just do it in, okay, we have an extra day because it's a leap year, but, you know, why frame it to just a month? I feel like we should all be celebrating each other every day. Every day, every day, every day.
1: Natalie. Well said. Well, well said, said um, yeah.
0: <laughs> every day. So we although we highlight um February, we know that Natalie. We celebrate each other every day. It was great having you both, ladies, and we look forward to a follow-up. Next month, definitely going to be Women's Month, and we look forward to having you again. And I know you have some stories to share. I expect you to just pass this on to others and the website and um, YouTube, and that you'll subscribe, and you'll share with others that they too can subscribe. And their are short bits, not just for nurses, uh, so as I said, but it's for the general population where the tidbits there definitely are. Um, Um, targeting our nurses. Thanks again for coming on and you do have a great week and enjoy your holidays. Thanks for having me. Thank you. You're welcome.
2: You're welcome. You're welcome.